He's a Christchurch accountant, rural raconteur as well. His name is Peter Alexander. He's giving freely of his time. Today, he's going to talk us through farming through a downturn and the lessons learned from history. Peter, because you are so generous with your time, I feel loath to criticise you, but if you weren't an accountant, you would be a doctor. Your handwriting, if you don't mind me saying so, is appalling. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jamie. Uh, Maybe the answer to your question there is you need a new pair of glasses. (laughs) I don't think so. And you did tell me uh, during the ad break that you'd written this especially tidily. I'd hate to see you when you're scribbling. But let's just see if we can make uh, hide nor hair out of of your scribbles because they're very well thought out. You've just finished a series of seminars, I think, in the north, well, around the country, Hokitika, Inglewood, Rotorua and Whangarei on farming through tough times. We've all been there before, or a lot of us have been. You've been through many cycles. There's nothing new in a down cycle. Very true, Jamie. If you said to me, lead off on a few issues, I would say, firstly, at an interest rate of 8% or more at the moment in farming, probably almost in any business, it's very hard to get the whole exercise to work. Years ago, at 8%, we thought it was workable. Today, at 8%, with the increase in the working expenses and what have you, I can't get them to work in very a big number of cases. Secondly, the, the government is, for the year to end 30th of June 224, which is a government balance date, is going to involve a lot lower income tax payments from agriculture by quite a margin. And this is going to apply for the 225 year as well, in the sense that a lot of farmers will be carrying forward income tax control into that following year. Historically, the down cycles in agriculture are always shorter than the up cycles. Historically, 38 months for the up cycles, 22 months for the down cycles. But the more important point is every four to five years, you need to work on agriculture if you're in that sector having a down cycle for one reason or another. So, Peter Alexander, what are your handy hints for getting through a downturn, or a down cycle as you're calling it? Um, Hopefully, if we can ring-fence the major amount of damage to one season, what are the short-term moves you can do to buy yourself a bit of breathing space? Uh, Top advice on anything complicated is a very important one. Top advice always pays for itself. Secondly... Don't make a major management change in a down cycle. Far better to do a whole lot of smaller positive changes in a down cycle which add up to something worthwhile. But where can you cut expenditure and not cut off your nose to spite your face? At the moment, that would be hard to find in a lot of places in farming. People are already doing exactly that. I mean, if you're going to go too far here on fertiliser and seeds and lots, you're going to impact the following year. And that's the last thing you'd want to do. So keeping the maintenance up to date. In in my period when I was doing a lot of troubleshooting in this, people who let their maintenance blow to bits had so much deferred maintenance that it cost a fortune to come right. Well, that was the big lesson from the 80s, I think, was don't cut the fertiliser out. It should be the last thing you cut, not the first thing. But what happens if your bank's got the squeeze on you? You've got an overdraft limit and you're getting, you're sitting right under the ceiling of that overdraft limit. You are limited to how many moves you can make on the chessboard. Yes, you certainly are. One of the things arising from that is 
You, you might not need to like or love your bank manager, but you must communicate to them early on problems. The worst thing you can do is give them major surprises later. That leads to nothing but trouble. Um, it's You're asking questions here that are not easy to answer because if we can answer them easily, there wouldn't be a down cycle. I mean... The real issue here is that in 2016, Jamie, we had a downturn in the dairy price, a quite significant one, but we had no change much on the expenses. What we've got right now is a drop in the dairy payout, a drop in the lamb payout, and an increase in expenses. So we've got a classic scissors movement on profitability. Drop in income, increase in expenses, and it's severe. What do you reckon is going to happen to land values? Well, if we go into a second year here, that tends to be the issue that banks get concerned about. In the first year, the banks have got a lot of empathy. They will help. They've got a lot of experienced people. They've got empathy. In the second year, they will lose some of that empathy and they'll start to worry about their loans to gross value ratio. And that means if there's a drop in land values, that ratio is not going to be so good. And they'll start to get much tighter. That is a natural reaction. If they're running the, if the bank is running its business well, it'll start to tighten up in that end of that second year quite significantly. All right, one final question for you. You've been there, done that. You've been through a lot of highs and lows in farming. Where does this one sit? Um, this one, because of the drop in income and an increase in expenses, is probably the worst I have struck. Actually, I've struck seven of these. This is probably the worst one because it's a scissors moment. All of the other ones were an increase in uh, diesel fuel, increase in petrol cost, increase in fertiliser, but no change on the other side of the ledger. We've got a major change on the income side of the ledger here and a major change on the expense side of the ledger, and that is a very bad combination. We do not want a second year of this. Exactly. Let's hope we can ring fence the damage to this season. Peter Alexander, always appreciate your time, if not your handwriting, here on the country. Uh, thank you, Jamie. Get another pair of glasses. <laughs>